Have you heard the news? Multi-stream machine is open for enrollment for a limited time. If you're a product-based business owner who's ready to finally have a clear roadmap to build a sustainable and thriving business that supports itself and pays you the salary you dream of, then you're going to want to head to multistreammachine.com and check it out. All right, now let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my coffee-loving co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. What coffee are you drinking today? I'm actually not drinking coffee. That's kind of why I made that face. Oops, the only day Green ever. tea. I already drank my coffee for today. So earlier I had, I think it was like Sumatra blend or something like that. Yeah. Well, it's just like a Starbucks one, you know? I have my giant mason jar. It's a 24 ounce mason jar with oat milk. Still drinking it because I'm the slowest drinker ever when it comes to coffee. Okay. So friends, today is a fun one. We've actually taught this as like a a workshop before, and we wanted to bring this, we wanted to break it down into like a smaller nugget for all of you here listening to the podcast, because what we see a lot of times is product-based business owners really want to figure out how do I become a hundred thousand dollar business, right? They want to get to a hundred thousand dollars in revenue a year, six figures. If you hear us say six figures, if you're not familiar with that term yet, so six figures or a hundred thousand dollars. And so what Mina and I did. I think it was like about a year ago, we really figured out that in COVID times, that's 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. When we were younger. Um, Yeah. So what we did is we really figured out what it's going to take to level up through the stages of business for a product based business. Now, if you watch that training with us, we went all the way up to a million dollar business, but what we really wanted to lean into in this podcast episode is the stages of a product based business on the way to a hundred K. Yeah. I feel like that is a significant stage for a lot of people when they're starting. It feels closer than saying like a million dollars, you know, who knows if you even want to get to a million dollars, but a hundred K is somewhere along the line in growing up in America. We all felt like if I can make six figures, I will have a good stable corporate job, for example. And now it's like, you know, if I can just make that in my business, then I will feel like I've made it somewhere. So I think that a lot of times with, you know, product-based business owners, entrepreneurs, those of us who start these businesses, you know, that hundred thousand dollar revenue makes it feel like you have something actually happening, right? Like it feels like you are in a real business. I don't know how many of you listening out there have oftentimes doubted, or maybe the people around you, your friends, your family have said like, well, is it really a real business or is it a hobby? And sometimes that validation comes from the revenue you bring in, right? Because Oh, a hundred percent. If, and then if like somebody's saying, oh yeah, are you still doing that little 
side hustle you do or not side hustle. So they say to us about the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're still doing that. And then you say, well, I actually make six figures or I actually make more than I did at my corporate job. Then their jaws drop and then you walk along, you know, because then it feels like you, it was worthwhile, right? It feels like you got somewhere. And it's still worthwhile. Listen, anywhere that you are in your journey right now, whether you've made a dollar, you've made, you know, a hundred dollars, a hundred thousand, a million, wherever you are in the journey, it's where you're supposed to be right now. But I think what we've seen people do is like, they kind of want that path forward. When we talk to our students in multi-stream machine, or we talk to our masterminders, a lot of times they can dream big, but they actually put up a hold on their dreams or they're, they're like cap it off because they don't know the path forward. They don't know the proven steps. They don't know what to do to get to that next revenue level. No, I was going to say, that's why I love teaching this because don't you think it feels like validating to know that other people are going in that stage? You know, like you, you, you're uncertain, like, is this what other people deal with? You know, there's, you feel so unclear. <laughs> well, it's like, we always look at other, you know, you probably, all of you look at other businesses, other business owners, you're like, oh, they've made it. They figured it all out right? We were all kind of like, it's how we felt about our parents. If you think about when you were a kid, <laughs> when you were a kid and you were like, no, my parents know everything, obviously, you know, like they should know everything. And then all of a sudden you're a parent. You're like, I, I know absolutely nothing. And how did they even raise us is the, usually the question. <laughs> they so. were just trying to figure it out too. <laughs> so entrepreneurship, parenting, it feels the same. A lot of times um, I've said it to my son before. I was like, I've never been a mom to an eight-year-old before. So I'm figuring it out too, right? I mean, obviously our second kids and multiple kids, like you've kind of gone through it before, but nothing's ever the same. They have different personalities. You know, we've grown really big businesses, but it's different than the one we're currently growing. So I just want to let you all know that, right? Like I want you to all to know that there is a path forward and there are proven steps that you can take. And we're going to share some of those with you today, but that there are other people in the same place as you that feel the same way. And it's that confidence that comes with it as you level up through the stages. And I think a lot of that confidence comes, you know, we grow our confidence when we see something, we try work. If we test something, we try it, it works. And you feel more confident in your actions or your strategies too. Yeah. I love that analogy that you use that it feels like parenting a lot of times before I was under this like misconception that I would have my business and it felt like a baby. It felt like a child. And then I would, you know, always be my business, but you don't want your 35-year-old son or daughter living with you. (laughs) Eventually you you want your business to be self-sufficient and independent and living its own life and sustaining its own self, you know? That's a good analogy, right? Because baby businesses are like babies that you have. They need to be fed and diapered and all those things. Like you have to rock them to sleep. And then (laughs) sometimes creative entrepreneurs will add on a secondary business. And then it's like having a second child with a toddler on your hip. Yeah. Or twins. (laughs) And good luck with that, you know? So I think I I agree, you know? And so then, and then there's the idea of like, you teach, you, you put in the time at the small, like the startup phase. And then as you go through it, you know, then you teach your kid how to wipe their own butt. (laughs) Yeah. Believe me, this seems like a funny story, but I, my daughter went into first grade last year. She did virtual kindergarten. So this whole time I'm like, she's not that good at wiping her butt. I'm like concerned about this whole butt wiping situation. But at the end of the day, I want her to learn how to wipe her own butt, right? Mm -hmm. It's a a parenting thing, right? And so it's like, it's that idea of that responsibility when it's everything like, you know, you're like, well, if I do it, I'll do it right. And if she doesn't do it right, then she's 
going to be Without, uncomfortable. Even like I was telling her because she has lunch and she's always at home and I let her watch her iPad during lunchtime. And I'm like, you won't have your iPad during lunch. So make sure you eat very quickly. Like I'm thinking she won't be able to eat without me hurrying her along. <laughs> you know, it's like a business, right? Unless I tell my people how to ship something, then what's going to happen? But it's, it's simply not true. You know, right? because you teach you, t- you, the whole point of parenting is we want to raise human beings that can live on their own eventually yeah, that self-sufficient can ones. feed themselves <laughs> and do their own laundry, right? Like you want your kids to be, you know, 18 and like be able to take care of themselves. And then you want them to be adults that eventually take care of other people. And it's the same idea with your businesses. Like when we start, we hold on to so much of it, right? It's a baby business. It still has to come from us. But as your business grows, you go through these stages, you do, you want to move a lot of the things that are currently on your plate off of your plate, someone else to help for growing a team, you know, all those things. So I think we're going to get into it, but, but just remember the wiping the butt story. And then you guys will, <laughs> that's all you need to take away from this episode. All right. <laughs> So, you know, I wonder how many of you've ever thought, you know, there's like, you were talking about misconceptions. You don't know the steps, right? You mm-hmm. don't know if you'll ever stand out. You're not sure if your business could ever actually be a big business or provide the life that you want. You've been taught not to ask for help, that you should either know how to do this all or be able to figure it out on your own. You assume that you should be able to do it on your own. And then also that like that you're not a real business because you haven't hit a certain level yet and people don't see it as a real business. And is it still a hobby or is it still a side hustle or is this thing actually going to ever be a thing that takes off? So I think as you listen to this, you're going to kind of grow your confidence and see that there's steps to move forward um, and that we're all in these different stages together, no matter what revenue level you hit. So let's get into it. All right. So we want you to be able to grow this business while you still have your dream life, right? That your life and your your business align really well. So the very first stage that we're going to talk about is the ideation stage, stage one. Stage one. So this is when you're in development stage, right? So this is when you have that spark of an idea and you're really, really at the beginning parts of it. You know, this is a lot of times like I have this idea. Now what? What do I do to make this come into fruition is a lot of the big million dollar six figure (laughs) question we get. This is, you know, where I lived for such a long time, because those of you that have listened, I have consulted startup fashion brands for the last like, I don't know, 14, 15 years feels like a hundred years again with COVID, but since 2007, I've consulted startups. And so where I live in this realm is that they come with an idea. They see a gap in the market or they're inspired by something and they want to start a clothing line. And they come to me and they're like, Hey, I've got this idea for a clothing line. Now what? So ultimately at this stage, like just to walk you through it, at this stage, typically you're not making any money. Instead, you're investing money. So when and people, time and time, <laughs> all the things taking from you, like a newborn baby. <laughs> yep. This is the newborn stage. That's for sure. Oh, this actually probably is the pregnancy stage. Right. I don't know. Do you pay all that money to like take care of this thing? When it's yeah, baby? of course you need prenatal pl- uh, vitamins and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, it's, God, I love when we go into analogies that are just like, <laughs> it feels so far away at this point. So yes. So ideation stage is, is one that you know, you won't be making money. You'll be investing time and energy and research into. It is the newborn stage because they don't smile at you yet, right? They just need to eat and poop and sleep. And you're like, what, what, where where are we going here? Yeah. So 
I think the thing for all of you to think about here is, and if any of you that are listening that are here, or you've just come out of here is that this is the time when you have your idea and you are probably either going to be doing it on your own or hiring expert help. So my clients that have hired me have gone for expert help. They're investing actually a lot of money upfront before they've ever made a single dollar because they know that their investment in education, their investment in a course, their investment is going to fast track them faster than trying to figure it out on their own. Now, there are other people that approach the stage and they do it themselves, which is fine if that's how you want to do it, but it may take you longer. There may be more road bumps. There might be, um, you're kind of duct taping a bunch of strategies together because you're listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, whatever it is. Um, so it, you could start at either stage, depending on where you, where you want to invest. And typically at this stage, you're self-funded or you're going, you're putting things on a credit card or you're asking friends and family to contribute or investors. Right. So think of this as the investment stage because typically there is negative cash flow. Some money or energy needs to be invested in getting this idea off of, you know, get some legs underneath it. So you're really focusing on research and development. Like how is this going to come together? Asking a lot of questions, trying to dip your toe into the industry. What's that going to look like? You're doing market research and competitor research. This actually, I love that we're saying this in here because this is sometimes the skip that uh, the step that people skip. They forget to do their research on the market and on the competitor. They're just that they only just stick with the idea. And then of course they have to source or they have to find manufacturers. They have to figure out, you know, pricing, if it's even feasible with what they price it at, can they, you know, is there a market gap for it? Like if they're coming to market for it or with it, then can they price a certain way or is it just going to be so expensive? I think that this for in particular for you is important because you've always used domestic sources, resources for your clients. And sometimes that's out of the scope for a lot of people. And because I work with people in the ideation phase, a lot times, more times than I care to say, but, you know, people will come to me and they're like, I want to start a denim, line, a plus size denim line. And okay, great. And how much do you have for that? Mm, I've got $5,000. I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, because I, because <laughs> friends, if you're listening to this, it's at least probably a quarter of a million dollars to start a plus size denim line, you know, with like a low minimum and all the things that people want to do. So when I say this, now, I don't want any of you to like jump out of your pants and be like, this is crazy. But the thing is, is there's a realistic expectation to when you start something. So that's why a lot of you, when you started your businesses, you probably did something that was like the path of least resistance, right? Like, could you make it yourself? If you have a talent and you wanted to make pottery or you learned how to pour candles and you had, you know, you could create your own sense. There's a lot of things that a lot of you have made that you've made and it's the easiest to do and you don't have to invest as much money, but there's still an investment startup cost. Go calculate it, right? And that's come out of your own savings typically because you're, or your money, because this is the thing that's getting done. So, and finally, the other thing that you focus on is brand identity. So really kind of honing in on what the brand looks like, you know, logos, um, yeah, is there packaging? Like all of this, has to, all of this happens before you ever make a single dollar. And so that's ideation. And you're typically in the negative $0 in the negative. So all of you out there and you're still paying back like money that you spent when you started your business, that's okay. 
everybody's there. Yes, you're a product-based business. But then let's jump to the next stage. So this is usually a place that we see a lot of people kind of live in, a lot of people before they ever join Multi-Street Machine are in this stage, which is the startup stage. It's the level of test and try. And they're usually making between $1,000 and $5,000 a month, which would put you at a yearly revenue of $12,000 to $60,000 a year, right? So they're not Mm -hmm. at that 100K yet. And they're in this startup test and try phase. Right. And sometimes as they move forward, they're starting to understand what they're selling at this point. They have the product in hand. They're starting to sell it and they're starting to understand how to sell it. So a lot of times they are, as we said before, we were still moving from the ideation stage. You're still getting perhaps expert help or you're doing it yourself, but you also are tapping into courses that might help and shortcut your way there because you're learning the value of your time and the education that you can have within courses or, you know, even watching videos or whatever it is in order to shortcut your way to something and somewhere that you want to go, which is the six figures. Remember when we started our businesses, like if only there were courses to take, (laughs) we just figured this out on our own. Right, right. We, you know, a lot of people do start this way though. They start with YouTube university, quote unquote, or they start with Googling a lot of different things. And that as nice as it is to have that access, it's also overwhelming as well because there's there, yeah, there's just so much to consume then. Yeah. And I know like when you and I both started our product businesses, like my expertise came from being in the fashion industry. So I had done it for other businesses. So I learned on their dollar and I was able to come off of working for like big businesses as a designer and seeing how they created product and sold it. And I was able to take that and transition it into my own thing. But so many people have great ideas, but they don't have industry expertise. Like they don't come from that place to start their own business. And so that's the thing where where either people are doing it themselves, like you said, there's like YouTube University, which is sometimes confusing and everybody has a different way. Or they'll hire a coach or a consultant, which is how I grew my business or getting a course that can like shortcut it for them. Yeah. And one thing we should add to here that we did not was community. This was something that did not 1000%, 100% did not exist for us was that there wasn't communities built around um, knowledge, you know, whereas like the product boss, we've built this community that could really be uh, in this startup test and try stage of making friendships and um, learning as well, like being in that same learning mode as other people. And so those businesses that are in the stage, if you're listening and you're in this test and try startup phase, usually you're self-funding it still right? You might be putting things on credit cards. You still are getting friends and family to contribute, or you might have investors. So the business isn't fully covering itself yet. It's not paying for itself yet. And you're a solopreneur. You're still wearing all of the hats, like so many hats that you don't even know what to do with all those hats. Um, And I think the goal here, and this is the goal for all of you, this is what, this is your action item. This is what we want to do. If you're in this stage, which is $1,000 to $5,000 a month in revenue is we need you to get to break even like you need your costs and your revenue to break even and get profitable as fast as possible. So you need to break even and get profitable as fast as possible because what is limited is time and money. So if you're trying to grow this business and you have, you know, there's only so long you're going to be able to grow a business that's not profitable before your partner, your spouse, your friends, your own self-doubt comes in and like you're running out of money or we can't put more money into this business. So we need to get this business generating its own revenue quickly so that you don't run out of time. Yeah. And the, the way that you do that number one tool is looking at your numbers. You know, a lot of times when we're first starting, if you don't understand like why you priced a certain way, 
then you don't know what expenses you have. So if you're looking at, you know, the raw cost of things, um, how you're pricing and where you're selling, this is where you start to figure it out. You start to figure out by digging into your numbers and you focus on, and here's a few things that you can focus on. You figure out what your best seller is and you focus on that. You also keep a really close thumb. Is that the saying? I Pulse. Yeah. <laughs> thumb, on, thumb, I, on pulse. thumb and pulse on your numbers because you want to make sure that you understand what your expenses are and what is working and what's not working. Hey, hey, product boss. We all know that building a product-based business isn't easy, is it? But here's the truth. It doesn't have to be so hard. In fact, when you have the right systems and support in place, you can skyrocket your sales and finally create the product business that fits your life and lifestyle. That's why we're so excited to announce that Multistream Machine is officially open for enrollment for a limited time. We've taken our 20 years of experience in building product-based businesses, including our own, which have generated millions and created a completely turnkey system to help you scale your business and create the revenue you've dreamed of. If you're a product-based business owner who's ready to build a sustainable and thriving business that can support itself and pay you the salary you dream of. Or get more customers to easily find you and buy from you without spinning your wheels while stuck on social media and spending money on paid ads. Have a clear roadmap that shows you exactly how to create a plan and sell more so you can stop guessing and start knowing. Then you're going to want to head to multistreammachine.com and check it out. You can go through the course at your own pace. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. And our thousands of alumni can tell you there's no other course for product-based businesses like it. So friends, we'll see you in there. So we also need to focus on your visibility, right? Your marketing efforts. Like how are people discovering you? How are people finding you in this test and try startup phase? Also your sales. You want to focus on your sales because remember you need to break even and get profitable as fast as possible. So we need you to get profitable by selling more. You also are going to probably be hitting up against your mindset here. So this is where that confidence section comes in. That idea of like confident in, do I know what I'm doing? Do I have a clear strategy? Do I know what I'm doing in the next 90 days, for example, for my business? So I have a roadmap for that. When somebody asks me, oh, you know, oh, she just does this little thing. It's like, "Mm, no, actually, like it's really starting to grow and have momentum behind it. So it's mindset. People in this stage are a lot of our students of multi-stream machine where they have a product, they've kind of proven or figured out what their best seller is, and they need to take that and start to double down. They need to start to multiply their revenue. And that's typically a lot of times when they get into multi-stream machine. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the best things about multi-stream machine, aside from the course, the course is amazing. It will change your life is that there is everybody in those same stages for a mindset too, because a lot of the time you know, this is the biggest stage for self-doubt because the test and try stage, the startup stage is all about failure and it's all about testing a bunch of things. So you kind of need to go through that whole journey, but it's so much more encouraging when you have other people alongside of you and you have a path that has already been proven, right? You know that, okay, I'm going to try Amazon and then I can go through the course. So it feels validating in that way because it is really hard to be by yourself trying to figure out these things, have to almost justify it to the people that you are you know, around because they don't understand entrepreneurship, even if it's your spouse or if it's your family members. 
it's really hard to keep having to have that same conversation. But mindset is 100% about the same conversations. It's not like a light switch that happens. You know, you definitely have to keep going through it. So let's share a little bit of a case study of this happening. So we're going to talk about Annika. She's the owner of Hey Mavens. And she hit $100,000 in her business in just six months. So she went from that test and try stage and she jumped it to the next stage. And we're just going to tell you a little bit of how she did that. So before she became a student in multi stream machine, she was just selling, you know, online and she was selling on social media and she was making everything herself. And she was definitely in that stage of testing and trying. She was like a little, she was making like a couple thousand dollars a month, maybe on just kind of putting stuff out there. Definitely a solopreneur that was a maker that really has an amazing product and was starting to see sales. But as far as systemizing or structure or anything like that, I don't think she actually made that jump to being a legit business in her mind yet. You know? Yeah. She, it was a little bit more of the maker mindset. She wanted to be a really big business. She wanted to grow her business and start to like generate revenue and income and like live her best life, but it wasn't happening yet. She like hadn't figured it out yet. And so what we saw Annika do is, you know, she did kind of discover her bestsellers. She discovered, um, you know, she's gone through our free challenges with us. So she discovered, she's told us, you know what it is, like what product was like her bestseller. And she kind of figured out the pricing and was she pricing correctly and had the right margin. So she knew she was making more money on it. And then she was able to take that and do some of the things that we said when we said focus on it, right? So when she focused on her bestseller, she focused on her visibility, which is her marketing. She really leaned into social media. This worked really well for her. And then when she wanted to kind of jump and where we saw her make the next jump where she went from, I think it was $2,000 to $11,000 in a month, this is after she joined multi-stream machine in a month, she jumped because she added on one sales platform. So she added, she took her best seller and she got it onto a, she started selling wholesale. And all of a sudden think about that friend. She went from $2,000 to $11,000 a month. I think actually wholesale was secondary. It was her website. She actually um, streamlined her website. That was part of the jump as well as wholesale. So Anik is a selling genius. Like she really shows up on social media. She does an amazing job. So she really was able to kind of harness the things she was doing and she was testing and trying. She was probably failing a lot, but probably succeeding a lot too, for sure succeeding a lot. Like that's my favorite thing about Annika is that she goes for it. She takes action and she shows up when she needs to show up. And so with the testing and trying, you'd need to start showing up and you need to break even. But with Annika, what happened was that she not only broke, broke even, she broke through you know? And so that was because she really pushed hard. She focused on visibility sales. She also cleaned up her systems. She before was cutting out all the garments herself. Then she started hiring on people to help her with production and shipping. And she's really hired a lot of things. So it's been fun to see her jump all the way to the next stage, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. So the next stage that we're going to get to, and this is the final stage that we're going to talk about in this episode is the growth stage. So this is when exactly what Annika did is she kind of, she, she figured out where she was at. She figured out how to start making more revenue. And then she's like, Ooh, I'm growing. Right. She was able to hire, she was making more money. And then she hit the growth stage. She actually hit the refine stage, right? So when you're in growth, that's when you start to really refine your business. So a lot of times, so this stage is really for people who are making between $5,000 a month to up to $20,000 a month. So it's basically a $60,000 to a 
$240,000 a year. So basically a quarter of a million dollars. So $5,000 a month to $20,000 a month in revenue gets you into this growth refined stage. And so this is what we see that business owners need at this stage um, to really kind of help them through this stage and then again on to the next stage. So they typically at this point will do done with you, right? They'll get done with you or do it yourself courses where they're really like trying to niche down or improve something, right? Like maybe you've gotten to the stage because you're selling really well on one platform, but you're realizing, okay, like you're kind of plateauing here and it's time to jump. You need to kickstart your business a little bit more. You need to double your revenue. So a lot of times when people are stuck at that place where you're like, okay, I've kind of been coasting at the same amount for a long time. I really need to do something to start to double, triple, quadruple my revenue. That's when they might get into a course, for example, that's going to teach them something about a new platform or something different. They might hire expert help or coaches. This is when, and this is the fun part, right? This is when businesses are starting to turn a profit, but the business owner is still paid really very, very little. I mean, depends on what's part of the sliding scale that you're on, right? Because you could start to get paid more, but this is kind of the tipping point because in this stage, the business owner also becomes the bottleneck, meaning you are limited to your own capacity of what you can do and what you can sell. So there's parts of streamlining and parts of selling that you have to, in a way, outsource. Right. So, so part of streamlining would be you need to figure out, you know, your inventory, your shipping, your production, that sort of thing. Part of selling is that you need to streamline um, and scale through more platforms and really understanding partnerships and that sort of thing. So, this is where the business owner becomes the bottleneck and you will need to start to hire, to outsource, and or to automate. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's like, I am always the bottleneck no matter where I am. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, and that's part of the idea here of, of there's a point that you can take it by yourself. And we've seen, we've worked with a lot of businesses at this point, and we've seen a lot of solopreneurs be able to bring their business up to about a quarter of a million dollars, let's say somewhat by themselves or with a contract, like a, like a little bit of extra help. Right. And usually we say that help is either in production or in shipping. But to get to that 100K, that $100,000 mark, right, you have to be making $8,333 a month. So my question to you is, do you know how you're going to get there if you're not there yet? If you're there, do you know how to get to that next stage that you want to be on? So as you're thinking about that, it's easier to break down your goals, your target goals per month. And so to get to that $100,000, it's $8,333. So Annika is such a good example, I mean, she made a huge leap. I mean, she implemented like one part of multi-stream machine and she did this, but she made this huge leap, but she also leveled up as a business owner, you know, like that's when she was like, Oh, I'm going to work on my systems. Like I'm going to get strategy. I really saw her gain confidence as the business owner versus like the maker mindset. Yeah. I mean, she's highly coachable, but not only that, she takes crazy action. So that's why that, you know, and she got crazy results. She's always investing in herself and her education and leveling up. For sure. And she understands the end result. Like she understands because she's on this fertility journey. So for her, it's like she can see the end result that she cannot be the bottleneck all the time, right? Because she wants to be able to have a baby with science, as she says. You know, and we only share that because she's shared it publicly. So yeah, yeah, like, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like she shares that as part is that's her goal, her ultimate goal, right? Of her dream life. And so she really ran full force into those stages. We're going really fast through these stages, but really these stages happen in slow motion. It feels like sometimes because you have to try a lot of things and not everything hits. 
So in this stage, when you're in the growth stage in, in like Jacqueline said, you're refining a lot of things. Well, that, what are you refining? What are you focusing on? We are refining your brand is one of them. So, you know, how we said in the previous stage, you were starting to kind of figure out in ideation, what your brand could look like. Well, now it's really, what is that brand voice that you're really going for that will stick with people? What are you known for? Yeah. What's memorable, right? And so you really, you know, start to like smooth out the edges of that, like refine the edges of what your brand looks like and how people perceive you and, and how they connect with you. The next thing that you focus and refine on is team and operations. I talked about streamlining, you know, a lot of times for product bosses, it's, you know, streamlining production, inventory, shipping. There's so many systems. We really talk about in multi-stream machine, we talk about pricing, photos, shipping and inventory. So really thinking about that from a team standpoint too, is what can you do? What can you offload? What can you automate that will make it easier for not just for yourself, but for your team as well? Or if you don't have a team, you could just automate you know, a significant portion of that. Yeah. And I want to jump in here because while this is the part where people really start to be able to level up, right? They, they can double their revenue. A lot of times, like you said, because they're the bottleneck, they actually can't get there, right? You want to grow your business, but you cannot grow your business if you're the bottleneck. You cannot possibly make more right? You can't ship more. You're feeling really tied. You're like, I want to grow it, but I actually have no idea. So that's really why. And we've seen businesses making multi six figure that are still not pricing their products correctly. But (laughs) so that's why we're bringing it into this stage though, because when we're talking about your operations and your systems, this is a really important time to really flush through. Like, and this is what we've done with students in this stage, like multi-stream machine students. We've helped them, you know, when they looked at their pricing and they looked at their margins, they were able to look at it and be like, Oh, I'm paying a lot. We have a cost sheet in there. So they're able to work through our cost sheets. And they're like, I'm paying a lot for this. How could I reduce the price? What could I order in bulk? You know, they're starting to kind of really work through that because when you start to discover money and save money in your business, it opens it up. There's more money to be spent on more help, right? Or on systemizing something or batching something. So it gets easier to double. It's You don't feel as stuck. But you don't actually always have to hire this big team. I want you guys to kind of come back to that because even when we're talking about inventory, for example, we talk about, you know, if you were to outsource it, who would you outsource it to? And, you know, we have Dome Doc, for example, John and Chelsea, who are students, but they have taken their part of their operations to Amazon. They, their stuff is fulfilled through them, right? They only actually have one person that works under them and they're a million dollar business. So it's really what about kind of like the life that you want to live and everything like that. But this is the stage that you're really needing to think about. Like if I'm John and Chelsea, I can't even start to do everything myself. So what can I automate, outsource and hire for? And how can I do that according to the life that I want to have and the platforms I want to take on, you know, and Mm -hmm. the partners? Which is why we teach the path to profit in multi-stream machine. It's the very first module that we walk through because each of you have a different product and each of you have a different path that's going to align with the life and lifestyle that you want, right? And so what might work for John and Chelsea is different than what might work for Annika, but they both have a path forward and they both have a path to like getting more revenue. So another thing to focus on in this stage is your customer, right? Does your customer still want what you're selling, what you're, what they're buying? Like, are you improving your customer service? Are you where your customer wants to buy from you? Like, are you selling in the right places? Mm -hmm. And how can your customer buy from you again? I think too, especially if you reach that hundred thousand, you were right now we're in that hundred thousand stage, get them to buy again from you and see what that looks like. And that is a lot of time in don't, don't, don't 
email. Oh, you're like email. Was I supposed to be growing an email list? Yes, my <laughs> friends, you are. Yeah. You are. And that's something that we um actually it's a it's a new added bonus into Multishoe Machine where we're gonna help people figure out how to list build um in emails. And then the secondary part to that within the course, we have a whole module on emailing, like what emails to create to get them back in. Because so many times we forget about the customers that have already bought from us and they're easier to sell to than acquiring new customers. Then you're also gonna work on product refinement, which is kind of what we were talking about. Like, where can you cut costs? Where can you batch things? Like, what do they actually want? You're gonna stop selling everything and you're gonna start realizing like, oh, I can grow my business on less products and actually grow. And you're working on sales growth. And sales growth typically comes from adding on another platform. It's not shutting anything down. So a lot of people might be on Etsy or in-person markets and they are like, okay, I've hit a capacity here. This is as much as I can grow this for now. And I need to add on another sales platform to grow more. We saw that happen with, we always talk about like Sarah Wagner, but she was an Etsy maker that was selling a couple thousand dollars a month on Etsy alone. And then when she joined Multistream Machine and she worked with us, she really figured out like what product she could scale she got on Amazon and I mean, I don't know, she's like 40 or $50,000 a month now, like she, but it was over time, but she jumped and she was able to double and then triple and then quadruple her revenue just by adding on that other sales platform. Yeah. And it took not selling more things. It took refinement. So keep that in mind, you know, that's refinement in your products, refinement in your systems, really up leveling yourself and your business to understand like, what is it that you need to do? And so a lot of times, the reason why we always bring up Multistream Machine is because though it's more, we're telling you more platforms, it's if something gets knocked out from under you, that you will be able to dip from a various buckets. So if in-person gets knocked out and a pandemic hits, you'll be able to lean on whichever the platform that you so choose, right? Email, right? You always have your email your website, Amazon, wholesale, those sort of things. And then it just makes your growth. It doesn't stall your growth. It makes it so you're able to move forward regardless of whatever stage you're in. So here's a little wrap up homework that I'd love for you all to think about, right? We're going to give you a little, a few action steps. So out of these three stages, ideation, which is your development stage, you're making usually $0 in this stage, or the next stage is your startup stage. which is when you're testing and trying, you're making between $1,000 and $5,000 a month, or the refined stage is when you're growth, you're refining your product, you're making $5,000 to $20,000 a month. But let's just put you at that, like, let's say $5,000 to $8,333, which is going to eat 100K. You're in these stages. Here's what I want you to think about. How quickly, what's the time frame that I want to take to get me to $100,000? If that's your goal, what's the time frame that I want to get there? Is it then in the next three months, six months, a year, three years? Think about how long you want it to take to get you there and what your your monthly revenue goal is to get there, right? So if we're talking about 100K, how quickly do you want to get to $8,333 a month in sales, right? Then when you're thinking about that and you've got your timeframe and your monthly revenue goal here, I want you to think about three things that will help you get there. Three things to help you get to that next level of business to help you generate that revenue. So some examples of that might be, I need to figure out my best seller. I need to join a course like Multistream Machine because I need to get on another sales platform to double my revenue. So that would be figure out your best seller, get on another sales platform and join a course to help me get like Multistream Machine. Mm-hmm. And then third thing there. I'm going to throw in this, um, learn how to grow my email list. 
which is a bonus that we have a multi-stream machine, but all of you from, from even down to ideation stage could definitely start on growing an email list. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're going to do, friends. You're going to, you're going to figure out your top three strategies and your timeframe to hit the monthly revenue goal that you'd like to get to. And if you think about those top three strategies, the three things that will help you get there, take action on it. Again, that's why I think multi-stream machine has been so successful for so many of our students, because it gives them actionable steps. It gives them implementation to get there. Right. And it helps them. It helps them level up faster without doing it all on their own. All right. Hope this was helpful. Send us a DM on Instagram at the product boss. If this was helpful and let us know the three things that you think will help you get there um, to that next level of business. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. Thank you.